Next Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Empire. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Thursday, April 24th, 2014. The Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, presented by NFAB, is live from Las Vegas. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Couldn't do this stuff without Fly Racing. Of course, you know Fly Racing for their gear, right? Albertson, Short, Gerke, Pike, Canard, to name a few. Uh, but besides that, they make much more than that gear. They produce a full range of bike stands, loading ramps, tie-downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. Visit flyracing.com to view their full range of hard parts. And, of course, NFAB, proud sponsors of the Toyota JGR NFAB team with Brayton, Nicoletti this weekend, and Josh Grant. And uh, happy to have those guys on board with us. And uh, you can dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Probably hand-built in Houston, Texas, USA, NFAB offers step systems, light mounting solutions, bumpers, and more to take your ride to the next level. To learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, as usual on a Thursday. Welcome back. We didn't, uh, we didn't have a show last week, and, um, but we do this week because the series is heading to New York. With me, taking your phone calls, handling things behind the scenes, deciding who the winners of these contests are, running late today, the Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? It's kind of close. Week off, and you just forgot. You just forgot. Yeah, I was I was napping at work, yep. and I you know woke me up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fly fr- fly racing Moto here. sixty yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, welcome uh, welcome back, New York City this weekend. Uh, looking New fo- Jersey. You know, I'm tired. I'm tired okay. of you people. Okay, but seriously, can you explain? I don't know anything about like the different stadiums, whose stadium is what. Okay. It's in New Jersey. Yeah, you're not a sports fan. No, I'm not. Yeah. But it's obviously being touted as a New York race. Yes. Very briefly, will you just run down it, what the is stadium it, is located in New, New Jersey? York sounds better than New Jersey. The stadium is located it does. in New Jersey. Okay. It is home to the New York Jets and the New York Giants football okay. teams. Okay. There's no room on in New York to put a stadium in Manhattan. Okay. So they built it in New Jersey. New Jersey itself is never going to build that stadium for right. a New Jersey football team. Right. There is no such thing. So without New York, that stadium does not get built. So they call it New York's, uh, you know, New York Jets, New York Giants play there. Call it the New York City Supercross. Wygan is from Jersey. Okay, <laughs> so there's a lot of Jersey pride there. No, no, no. He's from Jersey, uh-huh. and he says this is the New York Supercross. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And we'll get him on the line here shortly. Okay. Jason Wygan, Racer X Online editor, and he'll he he's from Jersey, and he says. This is the New York City Supercross. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there we go, people. So it's the New York City Supercross. And we're going to see Phil Nicoletti of the uh, JGR NFAB team. And we're going to give away a couple of tickets to New York City. And we're going to give away Fly Racing, a, uh, a pinned short, and a whip tank top. Spring is in the air. Spring is in the air. So what better way to celebrate that than giving away a uh, whip tank top and a pinned pair of shorts. 702-586-7857. Give us a call about uh, – New York City Supercross, let us know what you think. The press day was today, and uh, a lot seems like there was lots of riding going on, lots of people um, uh, there, and, um, you know, I think that uh, it should be pretty cool. Looking forward to seeing the race. Of course, a couple of things. RV needs to just ride around in 18th to get the uh, the title, which, Tits, I, I think he's going to get it. It's not over till it's over. 
do Let's you not care? Count points until people actually earn them. As a Ryan Dungey fan, yeah. Do you care whether he gets second or third in the series? I mean, does it really matter to you? To for Dungey, no. It's whatever. And you're and being your your number one fan, you don't care. Champion, like championship right. or nothing. Right. Well, obviously, if he got like eighth, and you know that would be something else. But no. you know, top threes yeah. is definitely. Uh, he's three points back of Stu. Right. So I don't think he's going to get second. By the way, I don't either. Man. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. We've got a few lines open. And uh, looking forward to uh, getting you guys' take on the New York City Supercross, what you think is going to happen this weekend. And uh, Villo will clinch it, his fourth straight title. And uh, then we'll go into Vegas. Uh, we're just uh, looking for a good time. Uh, the battle for second, do you care whether Stewart or Dungey gets it? Uh, Tits does not. But uh, no. do you guys care out there? Let us know about that. And, of course, the East Coast Series is picking up. And big, big news this week the points leader of the 250 east series martin davlos eight point lead on justin bogle crashed while practicing broke both ankles one ankle something to do with his ankles he will not be there this weekend and what a massive shame for uh for martin davlos and the pro circuit team just when you think just when you thought that it was safe to go back in the water uh martin davlos uh this was this is a heartbreak for the guy. Nine years in the class, two wins this year, his first two career wins, looking good to uh, to uh, uh, capitalize on a first title, and then he breaks his ankles. Uh, oh man, what a bummer! Um, yeah, we're gonna come up with Michael Byrne too, the BTO Sports KTM rider consultant on the weekend slash Michael Lessey mentor during the week. Michael Byrne will be coming up um, as well. Um, and so looking forward to getting Burn, Burner's take on uh, on things. Actually, why we why we uh, let's get Burner on the line first. Yeah, Burner first, and uh, we'll get his take on some of the th- series, some of the things that are going down. And I think he might even be in New York City. And of course, Wygan will be on RaceRex online editor. He was at the press conference and stuff this weekend. So uh, uh, let's get to the lines right now. Raining yellow. Uh, I got yellow fever. You think he? Uh, you think he'll get second in the points? You're pretty confident. Oh, absolutely. I'm thinking uh, he might win out. If, if RV's on cruise control, has to, what, get 18th? I'm thinking, you know, uh, I'm thinking it's all James. James is going to, you know, ride the momentum from this, and yellow. Yeah. everyone's going to have yellow fever over the summer. I don't think RV just rolls over, dude. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, if, if he's in second or third and James is gone, then uh, – you know he'll take no, I, he'll take it. But, I agree. I think he's going to go for the win, but I don't. You know more so now than ever. He you know right. he's going to he's not going to push it too far. We'll know what's going to happen after the first lap, wherever they so are in the, the first lap. Is he burned out? Is it knee? What what is the story with this? Uh, well, no, he's definitely not burned out. I believe he needs knee. He needs knee work. Uh, he's. I believe he. Uh, Davey Coombs wrote that he's going to try to race the nationals. I heard he's out. So I guess we'll see. We'll know more. I heard. Kawasaki guys told me, quote unquote, soon. We will know something soon, official wise. So maybe he tries to gut it out um, and race the Nationals, but more than likely it looks like his knee is in bad shape and he's going to need to get it fixed. He's been limping quite a bit lately, so there is something up with the knee. So it's not a gender transformation, transformation no, surgery no, no, that's, that's no, been hinted at. No, it is not. No, it is not. But uh, thanks okay. for speculating on that. All right, Raining Yellow, good luck to you this weekend. Absolutely. I'm going to try and get over the yellow fever, so you guys have a good one. All right, see you, man. Uh, that is uh, the reigning yellow guy. All right, let's get to our first guest. Um, he is a former factory rider for Suzuki for Kawasaki, uh, BTOsports.com rider, consultant on the weekends, Michael Lessie's mentor during the week, Michael Byrne. What's happening? 
Thanks for coming on. No problem. What do you know about RV? You know anything that we don't know? Um, no. No. I just know that he's may have to have knee surgery. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, Davey Coombs wrote that he may try to race and see how it goes. Uh, and then I've heard from people that he's not racing. So I guess we'll know more as it comes comes on. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a tough situation for him. You know, he said it maybe next year was going to be his last year. So mm-hmm. does he stick it out for the Nationals and then be done or right, right. Or, what, or what, you know? Yeah, yeah, Who for knows? sure. No, exactly. Hey, um, as far as you know, I, I don't. I think a Stewart or a Dungey, I don't think there's anything in their contracts to get any sort of bonuses for second in the Supercross points. Do you think there is? Uh, with those guys, I don't think so. I think it's just yeah. they would rather get a big bunch of money to win mm-hmm. or nothing at all. Right. So. so okay, so you're 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 not far off from racing, and who knows, you may be racing again. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit, but. So, Stu's three points up on Dunge with two rounds to left. Do you think those guys care? I mean, there's a difference in purse money from Feld in the series bonus money, but do you think those guys really care? Of course. I mean, okay. All right. I, what, what, I mean, do you want to get beat by somebody? Or, I mean, well, wants to win. but for those guys, I'm thinking if they didn't win the title, they, you know, then they're pissed anyway. So, like, does it really matter in the end result who got second in the series to those guys? Yeah, but wouldn't you rather be pissed and say, "Yeah, I got second, or be right, or yeah, you know, okay, I don't know. all right, no, I'm just, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think those guys, any of us, really trained to go. Oh, yeah, third's good enough. One second's right there. You know? Okay, all right. So, with that in mind, uh, who who gets second in the series? James up by three points, two races left. What do you think? Uh, man, I find it hard. I find it hard to think that Dunge's going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, Stu's kind of got the ball rolling. He's had a couple of wins, and he's been pretty solid lately. Yeah. Hey, so we saw James last year uh, start in the outdoors. Of course, you were out there racing him, but Dunge had him covered pretty good in the, in the until he got hurt and, and missed some races. Um, do you think James is going to take the step up outdoors this year? Obviously, he's better in Supercross this year. I, I, he's clearly better than Ryan Dungey. Do you think that's the case come outdoors? Do you think that knee knee problem he had, he was dealing with last year and sort of, I don't know, maybe first year back to, to the outdoors in a while or something? I don't know what it was, but I felt Dungey had him covered last year outdoors. Do you th- but do you see James taking a step up outside as well? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, James seems like he's healthier and stronger this year. So mm-hmm. um, last year he was kind of, I don't know, just not, not himself. So I, I believe, you know, this year outdoors he'll be a, be stronger for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Davalos, can you believe it? Oh man, man! So that is I a- just read it like last night or the night before. What actually happened? I mean, I heard he broke his feet, but yeah, broken ankles, from what I hear. Broken ankles. Yeah, yeah. So he's not going to uh, not going to have not going to have a chance at this title. What a heartbreak, man! Jeez, that sucks, man. I, need a, <laughs> I wouldn't have left the house. <laughs> I would have just stayed inside until I went to the race. There is something to that, right? I mean, what, you know, like, some guys, you see, I think Martin was riding Supercross, not outdoors. But Trey Kennard, testing for outdoors a couple years ago, goes and uh, breaks his, uh, what he broke? Uh, I think he broke his leg again um, when he crashed at Comp Edge, testing outdoors. Um, If you were running a team or if you were in the points hunt, do 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 you take a little more caution? 
I mean, obviously something like what Martin happened to Martin, you <laughs> never know. Rumors are his chain came off or broke, which sucks even more. But uh, yeah, I mean, in that situation, I mean, that's not right of error. You know, it's just, I mean, we ride machines. You know, they yep. they break, so things can happen. And uh, I think, you know, as as riders at this time of year, you need to be smart. You know, as far as your training goes, and you know, everyone's starting to do motocross testing, and then obviously, then the workloads. You know, more than what it has been, and then, you know, people get tired and mentally make mistakes when they ride, and then that's when accidents happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. 702-586-7857, you got a question for Michael Byrne. We're also going to give away some New York City Supercross tickets and fly racing, uh, whip, tank top, and some pin shorts, $75 value, giving away. Uh, Michael Byrne, of course, rides uh, fly racing gear um, most of the time when he rides. Uh, speaking of your riding, um, how is it going? Any plans to do any racing this summer? Uh, I've been riding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just like everybody, the problem is I don't have a bike or a team to ride for. So. Right, right. <laughs> but you, but you, uh, you think you could race nationals if it if it if it came to it? Like you'd be all right. You'd be. <clears throat> yeah, I'm starting to definitely. My leg is a million times better than what it was last summer. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like I can actually have a heavy workload and ride and and actually put it on the ground now and. Yep. And have fun with it. Um, we'll see. Though it's still not exactly where I'd want it to be, but it's definitely way, way, way stronger than what it ever was last year. Really? Well, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good to know. So, well, maybe who knows? I mean, um, yeah, maybe there'll be somebody out there that you can jump in and, and, and ride for or, or do something. You know, you hate you hate to, for yourself to go out the way it was last year when you could barely walk and you were hobbling around. That's not the way to go out, Burner. No, exactly, and that's why I had it fixed and started the process all over again because I, you know, I want to go out on my terms and not not be forced out. So right, right. I mean, uh, it's kind of selfish. Not many guys get to just leave whenever you know. Yeah. Leave healthy, but uh, I don't know. It's just the way I would like to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, we talked to uh, Kenny Roxon. Um, I think after Toronto, or maybe after the round of that, and he told me my legs are getting tired. Um, you know, it's a long season. It's maybe catching up to me a little bit, and that's pretty cool and pretty honest of him to uh, to admit that. Um, and now we've seen we've seen a little bit of lackluster rides from him. He's certainly not as good as he was at the beginning of the year. You're a guy that raced 125 Supercross slash Nationals, and, and then went to the big bike class. It is a long season, isn't it? Oh, it definitely is. And like I just said before, like you know, motocross motocross training starts too. So. That's extra workload, and you know you got to start doing longer training days and longer endurance stuff to mm-hmm. to build up to build up that stuff for motocross. So yeah. um, it takes your body a while to adapt to it, you know. Plus, it's just the first year on Eldon's program, which I think you know is definitely a legit, you know, tough program to do right. in general. Yep. So uh, you know his body's probably still adapting to that. We saw Shorty tell us on the BTO team uh, that he might have overdone it. In training, uh, the week after, uh, I forget when he did really well. Um, Detroit, 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 yeah. I think. How, d- what is that? What's he talking about? And how long does it take to recover from that? And have you ever done that uh, as a racer? Yeah, I think, man, most of us have done that. I mean, that's the whole point of learning as you go. I guess mm-hmm. you got to be, you got the right people around you and be smart with it. You know, Shorty had a great ride, and then was all pumped, so then he, you know, went for a longer bicycle ride than what he normally would, and then mm-hmm. or did some more laps than what he normally would, and then, you know, with the travel and the mm-hmm. workload, it's, you know, it's it's taxing on the body. I mean, the recovery during the season is more important than anything else 
mm-hmm. training-wise, you know, because most of the time, I mean, what you have coming in is what you have, and you don't really build that much more fitness, but uh, you get all your results and performances out of, you know, being fresh on the weekends and, you know, giving a solid 20 laps and being recovered and, you know, all the flying and travel takes it out of you. Are there some weeks, say that happens to you, are there some weeks where you just you don't even ride at all? I mean, and then is that a bad thing or is that is that a way to recover? Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, there's, there's weeks where, I mean, maybe I'll not, not ride, but I'll just, like, work on my technique or something like that. I won't do any laps or anything like that. So yeah. just super low, you know, super, like, no intensity at all and yeah. just everything recovery-wise and, Mentally, you know, obviously as an as an athlete, you you think, man, I can't, I need to be doing something. I need to be doing something, but right. But the, I mean, in turn, it's like you're actually hurting yourself more than helping. So mentally, you have to be able to tell yourself, yeah, it's okay that I sit here and and let my body rest, and then mm-hmm. you end up noticing the difference on the weekend. Right, right, yeah, and it's got to be a little weird to go to a race as as a top level rider in the sport. You go to the race on the weekend either not having ridden or just, you know, like working on some technique. And now it takes a good uh, mental concentration to not be, like, psyched out that you haven't done your work or you're not sharp or whatever, you know what I mean? It's got to be a little weird to be an athlete and going into an event, saying, with very little riding. So it's like a catch-22, yeah. you know? It, yeah, it is for sure. But, I mean, you I mean, you notice that actually when you get there, you'll feel a lot better and you'll feel fresher once you get on the bike. But mm-hmm. it's hard for us because it's not like we're Olympic athletes where we have four years to prepare for one event. You know, like right. we have to perform every single weekend, mm-hmm. you know. So it's the recovery is key. Yep. Um, injuries are a big part this year. Um, not as bad as a couple years ago when we saw half of the, the real, real top-level guys out. Um, we've, we've seen, but we've seen a lot of injuries this year, there's no doubt. Is there any, and I mean, I, I, I know that a couple years ago the, the track designers decided to tame everything down to prevent injuries and, you know, have the final go to Vegas with all the, all the competitors and everything else. There's, there's a million theories out there, Burner, on why people get hurt and what goes on, but, I mean, Brayton and Tickle and Hahn and Reed and Tomac and Grant and Gerke and Tedesco, Weimer. Uh, Weimer should be back this weekend, by the way, people. Is there any – what theory do you subscribe to? I mean, is there anything that you can think of to why we have injuries? <laughs> I mean, dead bikes are dangerous. I mean, right, right, okay. That, that's there's, kind nothing, of... there's nothing like – you know, it's the Einstein to figure that one out. But, right. I mean, it's just like anything. It's, it's a – grueling tough series you I mean like yep. i said you have to perform every single weekend in one little mental error yeah you know and bam you're on the ground you know especially with the bikes how good they are now and how fast they are and mm-hmm. you know you got to go big in sections because you know the bikes are capable of it so yeah it's, it's uh it's tough my my theory is it's just really dangerous sport that is just my theory and i don't and i think people are looking and searching and blaming bikes and blaming tracks and blaming schedule I just, I don't know. I've been doing this a long time. It's a dangerous sport. That's that's all I. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's sick, or he's got the flu, and he's not thinking straight, or mm-hmm. like he overtrained and he's tired, or he's or he's all pumped up and he's trying to push the women. I mean, there's so many different aspects that you can look at it. I mean, it's just you make one error though, and it's costly. Yeah, yeah, it's a dangerous sport, man. And part of the reason why guys like Shorty, a guy like Nick Way. 
Um, they've made a lot of money in their career. They've had a lot of good results. They make it through the season. They, they that's that's a strength of theirs. That's a that's a skill to make it through all the seasons. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's one thing that Shorty and I work on at the races. It's like. Okay, if you don't want to do that big gnarly section where there's a huge high risk, what's the next best thing that you can do consistently for 20 laps? Right, right. And, and then if he doesn't do the section, then we go with that option. And most of the time, you know, the, if the if the guys at the end of the moto start getting tired and missing that big gnarly section, they haven't even done it the other way. Mm-hmm. And then their laps get screwed up, and then Shorty ends up beating them because just yeah. from safety and consistency. Yeah. No, I mean, look at St. Louis with Brayton and that, that over the table. That was a direct – it was awesome. It was fast. He screwed it up twice, three times, and guys just ate him up because it screwed him up for the rest of the rhythm, you know? So yep. uh, it's a perfect example. I just – I don't want to see the overreaction from promoters and track people and, you know, like it's a dangerous sport. That's that's what it is. It's it's dangerous. So Yeah, I mean, I don't think the tracks have been very gnarly. No. I mean, Compared yeah. to what they used to be, they were. Yeah, were, I mean they used to be really, really bad. If you missed, if you missed something back in the day, and the whoops used to be twice as big. So. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, we got Brian on the line. Brian, what's going on, man? Hey, Steve, what's up, man? What's up? You wanna you wanna win the New York City Supercross tickets, right? Yeah, I've kind of been hounding you a little bit on Twitter, so I was like, I'm at work and I'm getting get in a lot of trouble if I'm on the line for much longer. Oh man! Well, that's that's Brian. We we got Esther on the line too. Esther, what's up? Hey, let's do it. Let's hey. do a trivia. Well, that's what I want to do. Is this Esther? Perfect. What's that? Hey, Esther, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay, is that how you say your name? Nestor is Nestor. 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 Okay, all right. Tits got it wrong. I thought you were a chick. All right, so we're gonna do Michael Byrne trivia. You guys ready? Nestor. Yeah. Brian. So just I'm gonna ask the question. Just yell your name out, um, and then if you know the answer, and then uh, you'll get a chance. First, first person to uh, to get three right. Are you ready, Michael? Yeah, ready. Michael Byrne trivia. Name three teams that Burner has ridden for. Brian. Brian. All right, go ahead. Uh, Kawasaki, uh-huh. uh, Suzuki, yep. and uh, KTM, the BTO team. The BTO team. All right. Yep. You you got it. All right. Um, Okay, what race was Michael Byrne leading when he crashed? Brian. Nestor, Nestor, Nestor. Brian. 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 I, Unadilla. Unadilla. I was there. I was there. All right, last, last, uh, last question. Uh, Michael Byrne, when he first got to America, who was his team owner? <laughs> first burner, Burner's first team owner in the sport. Still friends with him today. Don't know. He stumped me. Think, think TV guy. Jeff Emmett? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Got to say your name first. Think TV Brian. guy. Brian. Brian. <laughs> it's not. I know. I got that wrong. Uh, I don't know. Nestor, do you have any idea? Jim Holly. No, but that would have been awesome. All right. <laughs> next. Next question. Um, name the team that Michael Byrne rode for when he rode Honda 125s. Name the team Burner was on when he was on a Honda 125. <laughs> you got you going back too fast, dude. I know, right? It, just, it seems like yesterday for me, Burner. But <laughs> um, all right, okay, all right. Neither of you guys get that. Uh, Brian yeah. needs one more to win these tickets. So Nestor, you're in, you're deep in a hole. 
You really, I know I am. We really need a comeback from you. Uh, uh, fourth question. Uh, what was? You guys are not going to know Michael Burns' first ever number, are you? There's no chance of that. <laughs> if you, he's just 26. I don't know his first. No, no. Uh, 990. Michael Byrne ran 990. Oof, yeah. Okay. Um, we can think of another question here. All right. Uh, name me three of Michael Burner's teammates in his career. Three. Nestor. 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 What is it? James Stewart. Yep. Michael Essi. And Gerke. Oh, I yep. Gerke? Does Gerke work? Yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah, right. last yeah year. in right. KTM, yeah, 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 yeah. BTO Sports. Yeah, you got it. All right, Nestor. You're trailing a little bit, but you, you, nice comeback. Uh, another question about Michael Byrne. Um, name his career best Supercross finish. Name Michael Byrne. Brian? Brian. Uh, I'm going to go with fifth. Nope. Nestor. Nestor. Third. That's right, right, Burner? Yep. Yep, third place. Nestor, we're tied up at two. How exciting is this? Next next guy who gets the right question gets the New York City tickets. Courtesy of NFAB, by the way. JGR NFAB team, Nicoletti, Grant, Brayton. Uh, although this weekend it's just Nicoletti. We're injured. Or no, Grant will be back. So Brayton, but Brayton's hurt. So courtesy of NFAB, two tickets to New York City Supercross. And I'm stalling because I'm trying to make up another question. Um, let's go with... Uh, Name three brands of gear that Michael Byrne has, has worn. Three. Nestor. Nestor, go ahead. Um, oh, um, Fox. Uh-huh. Um, the other one was um, Fly. Yep. And um, Answer. Uh, Bernie, you never wore Answer, did you? Yeah. You did? Yeah, with Rockstar. Oh, that's right, Rockstar Suzuki. And and you were Fox very beginning, right? Yep. There you go, Nestor. You win. Yes. Nice comeback. Nice comeback. <laughs> down down 2-0. Brian, sorry, bro. No no worries, man. All right. See ya. Nestor, stay on the line. We'll get you we'll get your info. Sure. All right. The tickets are gonna be sent next day, uh next day shipping courtesy of NFAB. So stay on the line. Okay. You're putting you're putting the pressure on there, huh? Dude, I, I, I only had four questions. I figured it was pretty easy, but I, I guess not. Nice comeback by Nestor, though. Down 2-0 to, uh, to get the tickets to, for, uh, for New York City. So, all right, um, Berner, Bogle's going to win this title. But guess guess what, though? So, What's that? No Davalos. No Adam Cincerello. Blake Baggett is not going to race this weekend. Guess who has a chance to get third in the points, maybe second? Now I'm putting you Third on the points. Vince Freeze. He's f- oh, really? He's fifth right now. And if Baggett doesn't show up, which we hear he's not, and Cincerello's hurt and Davalos is hurt, Vince Freeze could get set third in the points in the series. What's Cunningham in the series? He is uh, four back of Freeze or five back of Freeze. So Ooh, he's got a chance, too. Yeah, between them, too. Yeah, he's got a chance. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it should be interesting to see, um, if he can do it. And of course, Baggett, Baggett hurt his eye, uh, outdoor training. Um, but he also is in danger of pointing out. So (laughs) 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 
Whoa. So, did he yeah. really hurt his eye? Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. And uh, I'm going to touch on that with Wygant a little bit, but it should be interesting. So who you got for this weekend, Burner? What do you what do you what do you see happening? Uh, I feel like maybe RV's just going to try and finish this thing off. Yep. So he, you think yep. he, you think he can win? You think he's going to go and just try and win? Yeah, I think so. They're tied with five wins, and I do think that that matters to those guys. I think if James wins the more races and gets second in the points, that he will hang his hat on that a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I do, and I think, and I know RV is like, you know, not happy about all this talk about laying up and, and James winning all these races. So, yeah, there's two races left. They're tied with five. It should be interesting. Yeah, I think RV is going to just try and uh, win this one. Yeah. If he if he if he quits or retires or mm-hmm. anything and doesn't get to race this race again, he'll at least want to have a win there. Yeah. No, absolutely. All right, Burner, thanks for coming on the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB, man. Appreciate it. Always good to get uh, your inside a uh, um, very smart guy, and uh, I think we all learned something today. And we'll see you, uh, see you in New York City, man. See you there. All right, thanks. All right, see ya. Michael Byrne, everybody, uh, coming up with Jason Wygant uh, from RacerX Online. NFAB at the truck on the trail, the hottest-looking Hardest working truck accessories are NFAB. Step systems, light mounting solutions to bumper and Jeep gear. NFAB has your Jeep, truck, or SUV covered. N-FAB products are proudly crafted in Houston, Texas. N-FAB.com. Anything you need for your truck. I know a lot of you guys listen to this have trucks or Jeeps or or anything like that. Um, go to N-FAB.com and see what you got. See what they got. Of course, also, too, NFAB, proud sponsors of the uh, Yamaha Off-Road Team with Jessica Patterson and uh, Randy Hawkins owns it. Um, and uh, proud sponsors of that, title sponsors of that. And Fly Racing designs its race where to complement a rider's natural movements on the bike. No unnecessary distractions, straightforward, no-nonsense function, fit, and style. Fly Racing products distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. Check them out, flyracing.com. For, remember, we gave away some mountain bike stuff uh, a couple shows ago, or last show. So if you need some mountain bike stuff uh, starting to ride, go to flyracing.com and look at all their new lines of mountain biking. And uh, also to uh, Western Pike. Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, Jimmy Albertson, Adam Entenap, all de- all depend on fly racing. So some of the coolest stuff out there. And, of course, uh, some guy named Trey Kennard, who I have making a podium in these next two races. I believe Trey Kennard will podium one of these last two races. I don't know which one, but I said it when he came back. I think he'll, I think he'll, make, a, I think he'll make the box. I just I can't figure out here uh, which one it will be, Vegas or New York City. Uh, speaking of New York City, let's talk to our own uh, New Jersey-ite, Jason Wygant. What's up? Uh, driving on the Garden State Parkway. That's pretty much all you do when you're here. <laughs> Jugheads, bro. Jugheads. Jug handles. Oh, handles. shit. Sorry. I was getting Archie comics and mixed up with. Yeah, and... yeah. yeah, not jug. There are, there are jar heads and jug heads, <laughs> but you don't use your car for them. Right. Yeah. Right. I always found that was very strange when I'm driving in Jersey. So, yeah. tits. Tits had a question at the beginning of the show. Yep. Why why do we call it the New York City Supercross? Why isn't it called New Jersey? And I said, Well, Jason, nobody officially calls it anything. You just call it whatever you want. Like, who's calling it the New York City Supercross? Well, Feld, Feld Motorsports, for example. Uh, can you show me an actual quote from an actual press release where they use the term New York City Supercross? I think so. No. You're, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm act, you're acting like I can't find that. So. Yeah, no, I don't. I think we just assume that they say that. Like, it's in the New York market. It's in New Jersey. It's in MetLife Stadium. Like, I think all those things get used, but I don't. I don't believe they would officially say the race is in New York City. 
I'm going to try to prove um, you, I'm going to try to prove you wrong here right away. Yeah, I think people assume that, and I'm going to. I've I've answered this one a million times. The stadium is in New Jersey. It is there because of New York. If there was not a New York City, there would not be this stadium here. The only reason is you can't put a darn stadium in Manhattan. It's not possible, so they put it here. Okay. Um, uh, a couple of press releases. MetLife Stadium to play host to first-ever Monster Energy Supercross and East Rutherford pre-race press conference. So they're all over the map, so, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're all over the map. I don't Like I said, I don't believe you'll officially hear anyone say, the New York City Supercross because it's, they, they know it's not true. And even talking to people today, you know, there, there's a whatever this stadium is built by a company like the New Jersey Sports yeah. Authority or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that part of the bread is buttered by the state of New Jersey. Every, every time I talked to Todd Gendro today, he threw in, it's very critical to have a race in New York City and in New Jersey. So they know that uh, I'm sure there's a lot of government wrangling to get a Supercross in town or any kind of big event. Um, so they know what they're doing. Any Chris Christie sightings? No, but uh, Chris Christie will be giving the commencement address at uh, my alma mater, Rowan University. So uh, that right. just, that's proof that Christie is, uh, has not been impeached, and I actually did go to a college that really exists. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, yeah. so the press conference today, did we learn anything? Did we, did we find anything out? Dude, I tried. Uh, there are a couple <laughs> stories that we're covering right now. Uh, first is, uh, what's Ryan Villapoto's status for the Nationals? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if anyone watched the live webcast of it, I, well, I was the first person to ask the question. And I said, Ryan, we've been hearing a lot of rumors about an injury you've been dealing with. What's the plan here over the next couple of weeks for the Supercross Championship and then beyond that? And, dude, he sidestepped it. Like, there wasn't even contact. Like, <laughs> total sidestep. Right. He said, everyone's been dealing with nagging injuries. I'm sure everyone here is. And uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been feeling good, so I think everything's okay. Huh. Okay. All there right. you have it. Everything's yeah. fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for Jason Wygant? By the way, we're still yeah. giving away our yeah. fly racing uh, tank top and shorts. So, all right, go ahead, Weege. What? Second question was about Martin Davalos, and uh, at the time, you know, I talked to Ken Essex, who's the Kawasaki PR guy, and he said he himself did not know yet what the situation was. Uh, and I said the situation is a guy on Jersey Shore. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He said he didn't know himself if he was racing or not. I believe, I believe by the end of the day we're going to see a press release with the with the official word one way or another. I think from the injuries I'm hearing about, I don't think it's very good. No, no, he's out. He's out. There's no way. He's out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe there's Which, almost no way he can race. I mean, this is just heartbreaking. This is just oh. right. I mean, I don't. I mean, we've seen heartbreaking injury, but I don't know. This this might be. It's got to be top three, if not top one, well, yeah. all time. The the only other one I can really think of is an eighty four one twenty five World Championships. Corrado Car- oh. Madi had a four or six point lead at the last round. He broke his leg in practice. That wasn't the one where the Russians did it on purpose. No, 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 no. This is eighty four. Oh, okay. He broke his leg in practice, and and Rinaldi won the title. Michele Rinaldi won the title for Suzuki. So, Italian versus Italian. Okay, so that was that was clear. That was just racing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. geez, what a heartbreaker. I mean, if you're Davalos, you're like nine years in the class. But hey, look, for real, it's not all that bad. You know why? Oh boy, because he gets to stay back another year. He he does. It's it's incredible how that works, right? I think you got to you got to step back even further and think about you know we we were. 
we were all speculating this week if Blake Baggett was going to ride for the same reason, for pointing out purposes. Uh-huh. And now I hear Baggett might be out as well. I think that's all going to be wrapped up in whenever this press release comes out, the status of both riders. This was this season started out as one of the most dominant performances by any team ever, and they are going to not win the title in the end. <laughs> I know. It's, it's incredible. Right. Incredible. Uh, tits has, that definitely is unprecedented. Tits has breaking news. Well, TJ called in, and he said that just about in the last 20 minutes or so, uh, Davalos on Instagram posted a big, long uh, you know, yeah. deal saying kind of what happened. He was practicing and crashed, and he uh, dislocated one of his ankles and then uh, shattered his scaphoid. Really? Scaphoid some, is something or other, but yeah. like, it's like in nine places or something. I don't remember exactly what the other one was. Oh, wow. Something okay. oid. All right. All right. Scaphoid actually is in the I, – I believe people mix up the term scaphoid and navicular. I think they're actually reversed what they are, that makes sense. Well, uh, I mean – I think that's foot. Yeah, so the word we're getting now is Baggett's not going to be there either. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Baggett well. is dealing with a quote-unquote eye injury. So Pro Circuit – got hit. Yeah. Yes. Pro Circuit won't hit even by a rock is what I was told. Um, <laughs> well, no, he, he – he he did Instagram a photo of his eye. It was ugly, uh, a couple weeks ago. So he did get hit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but uh, right, there you go. Conveniently, he he won't be there either. Um, he won't be able to point out either. No, no, exactly. Yeah. What a what a what a massive turn of events. So so, so ladies and gentlemen, Justin Bogle, your 2014 250 East Supercross title winner, probably. Uh, guess I haven't the- looked. Uh, I haven't backtracked far enough through the points. Uh, no, well, this is what this is what I'm bringing up to you right now. Yeah. Guess what? Go ahead. Guess, what? guess who's in fifth and needs 20 points in two races to get into third in the series? Uh, freeze. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We but are now. What I'm getting at is, does Bogle? I didn't realize until this afternoon that bag it might not line up, and I didn't look at the points since then. Does Bogle essentially have the title wrapped up? He is by just finishing tomorrow. He, he's forty-one points ahead of Freeze. So yeah, yeah. And Freeze is the next active rider. Yes, Davalos out, Cincerillo out, Baggett out, Freeze, and Cunningham is six back. And then Cole Thompson, who's out though, is the next guy. So Jimmy yeah. Dakotas right now. Jimmy Dakotas could jump into fifth in the series. So what we're saying is we have a rider who is not even in the points lead right now, who is on the verge of clinching the championship. <laughs> Correct. Correct. A race early. Right. Not even in the points lead. Yeah. 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 It's a uh, crazy turn of events, man. There's no doubt. Um, yeah. I don't know what's more amazing, Weege, the lunar eclipses or the fact that all those guys showed up in New York on Wednesday for press conferences and riding. I mean, if you follow any of the top guys on Instagram or Twitter, they're all there. And they all showed yeah. up. And they hate doing press. But yet they all love the – I don't know if Feld, like, said, hey, you're not getting your series-ending bonus money if you don't uh, show up. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I am impressed because I think there's a lot of sacrifices that go into putting on a race like this from every angle. I mean, obviously for Feld, I, I talked to Todd Gender about it today, and he said the cost is basically three times more what it would be at an average place. So you could throw it out there. They could have gone back to New Orleans this year yeah. and gotten a, less fans but probably made more money. Right. Um, so they were willing to make a sacrifice to teams. You know, I don't think anyone was pumped on going from Seattle to New York to Vegas. Right. Uh, and I don't think the riders generally are pumped on flying in Tuesday and Wednesday to do press. But I feel like for this one, everyone's 
this is not normal, but everyone is willing to make sacrifices for the greater good. That's not normally the the tune that everyone marches to in this industry. No, no, okay. But I'm glad to see it this time. Yeah, good for good for those guys and good for Feld for getting them out. I just couldn't believe it. I, I seriously, I was they like, wow. They said uh, yeah. Villapoto is ringing the uh, opening bell for the Nasdaq tomorrow. Really? Yeah. There you How go. many people does he flip off when he, as he's doing that? Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Got a couple lines open. Uh, Michael wants to talk about Dean Wilson. What's up, Michael? Uh, I know it's off topic, but um, I keep on hearing how you keep on saying that you have a feeling that he's going to go to KTM. I do. I do. Do you think uh, Roger could basically clone him into like a mini Dungey? Um, well, he's taller than Dungey right now, so he couldn't be a mini Dungey. Um, I was waiting for the drum roll for anybody on that. Yeah, it was hilarious. Thank you. Um, Thanks, great. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I think I think Rogers' work with riders is a little overrated, to be honest, Michael. Uh, he's very good in the machine shop. He's a he's a good uh, a parts fabricator. He knows the motorcycle inside and out. He knows what what makes riders tick too. But uh, I, I think that's a little overrated, you know, uh, Roger working with these guys. Um, okay. But but I do think I think that's a good spot for Dean uh, if it happens. I, I don't. It's just a hunch I have. Uh, Michael, yeah. I don't know for sure, but I, I do see him ending up there as a second guy on the Red Bull KTM team. It's pretty amazing, too, because he's turned down Roger twice for contracts, and uh, the third time, um, I think it may be a charm. So, what do you think? If, what do you think, Weege? Kawasaki is open for him and offering him a right, he's definitely going to go to Kawasaki before he goes to KTM. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would think so, right. right? But money, who's offering more money, uh, more security? Yeah. I, it's you would think the natural thing for Dean is to step into the second spot at Cowie. He's won for them before. He's been a team green kid forever. But Weege, I don't get the sense that that they're super, super hot for each other. There's a weird thing that we're seeing this year. It happens a lot, but I think it's happening this year more than usual. You're seeing this grass is greener on the other side thing. I think really popping up where I think in Cowie's perspective, for example, here they're like. Hey, man, we've had the guy for a while, and it's one thing after another. I mean, he's a great guy and a great rider, but weird stuff keeps happening. So I think they feel that way. Then another team is like, but if we got him, we would solve all those problems. And that happens a lot. But I think this year, Wilson and a lot of other scenarios where the team that has the guy sees X amount of value, but a second team that doesn't have him yet wants him more because they think they could uh, make him perform better than the other team does. Yeah. There you go, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Michael seemed a little, uh, not a lot of energy right there. I don't know. He's just, you know, a little tired. Um, Hey, how's the track? Wygant, what are you thinking? I think everyone was surprised. It's really dry. Um, uh, We got some real analysis from, um, Mathis, I know you're big on listening to the financial news, following the media and the the money markets, Mm -hmm. things like that. It's a big thing for you. Yep. So one of, the, one of the reporters that I know you actually know well personally from Bloomberg News, uh, name is David Nash, a uh, reporter from uh, Bloomberg <laughs> at the press conference. Uh, on behalf of Bloomberg, and he, he asked Brian Dungey about tire choice for this track. Uh, Dungey said they didn't really know what they were doing because they had never raced here before, and they kind of thought it would be maybe more of a hard pack track, but the more they've looked at it, they're going to go with a softer tire. It looked dry and hard to me today. Maybe they're anticipating... Uh, rain i don't think there's much in the forecast but maybe they're overcompensating just in case but uh 
Otherwise, good. Track's good. You know, it's pretty technical. There's a really big quad that Filippoto and a few guys are putting together. I saw that. So, uh, yeah, I saw that on yep. Racer X Instagram. Look, look, look big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Um, yeah, I think it's hard to – they don't normally have the entire track built on press day. This is different. The track's been built since Monday, I think. Um, so these guys, it's a rare that all these dudes are going to have the track wired this early. Yeah, and a lot of guys rode, it seems like. Like, pretty much – Everybody that was there could ride? Yeah, they brought out, um, you know, the top five in the series, and then I think any of their teammates happened to be there. So since Barsha was in, Kennard was in, since Villapota was in, Weimer was in, and the seven deuce deuce. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have seven deuce. And I said, why are you in? He's like, privateer journey. And I'm like, well, of course, you can't. Right. You can't right. have all the big teams there unless you have privateer journey. <laughs> And this, and everyone, all the all the guys looked at Seven Deuce Deuce like, who are you and what are you doing? What, why are you talking like that? Yeah, there were literally ten riders in the whole series, the entire sport. We picked ten riders as a van, and one of them is the Seven Deuce Deuce. Right. Nice, nice. 702-586-7857. We got Wigan on the line for a little bit longer. Still giving away the fly racing, tank top, and short. $75 value, Wigan. I don't know if you're, you know. Tank top and short? Yeah. $75. I'd say, folks, call in and try to win that thing. Um, hey, you wrote a, a good column on Racer X Online this week about your experiences at New York City Supercross. But just to recap a little bit, you went to all three of them? Four of them? Uh, five. Five of them. Oh, there's five of them. Okay. 87 to 91. Yep. And what, what do you take away? What are your memories of that? Like, what do your what do you really think about it? We, had, well, here, we, we saw it. Yeah, go ahead. Here's what I'm pumped on. Um, this I've been saying this since they announced this race would be on the schedule. This is a real test of the growth of the sport. Um, it wasn't Supercross just wasn't big enough to draw a crowd here um, 25 years ago. And I think Supercross has always been big in South uh, Southern California, mm-hmm. but it was hard to find other markets to support Supercross. Nowadays, that's not as big an issue. I've heard today that they have already sold somewhere in the low 50,000s of pre-sold tickets. They are mm. confident that they will have 60,000 at least uh, wow. Saturday night, really? which is more than, which is double of what they were getting in the same place, a different stadium, but in the same exact location yeah. uh, and, 25 years ago. So that says a lot about and, the growth of the sport. And also, too, more than you get at Anaheim. Anaheim, 40, 42,000, and they weren't even getting that the last couple, you know? Yeah, 60 is right up there with the biggest of the year. Right, I mean, I right. think maybe it, – it, uh, Indy and Atlanta maybe might beat that, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I didn't think it would draw that strong, to be honest. I didn't think it would be weak, but I didn't think it would be right. that strong, you know. Um, but I guess that's a huge area. And I, those people don't go to Toronto. I just Maybe they just don't go. Different country. Yeah, I've said it over and over. Same thing with the growth in Atlanta and even Indy itself. Uh, you have to look way beyond the city. You don't need it. I don't know what it is. It's like there's. 60 million people that live within two or three hours of the stadium. You don't need a single person from New York City itself to actually come to the race mm-hmm. to get a big crowd. And anyone that I know from Pennsylvania is going to come to this race, for example. You know, they're not yeah. New Yorkers in any way, shape, or form. You could have a farm three hours away in Pennsylvania, and you still want to come. Uh, the only thing that does suck is, for, like, are you flying into Newark, I assume? Yes. yes. Yeah, anyone that's flying in or coming in from the west side like Pennsylvania would be, you're just going to see airport, horrible, disgusting-looking smokestacks and uh, oil refineries, and then the stadium. You yeah. will leave with a bad 
bad vision of New Jersey. Yeah, no, for sure. Although I think I'm going in on Friday to the city, so depends. Uh, All right, I'll my, help. My friend Jason Thomas has screwed me over, so that's not exactly sure. But um, <laughs> uh, Blake, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just uh, hanging out on Thursday. Uh, um, that's good. I had a question about the the wheels, like. W wheels and the factory wheels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is it just a strength thing, or do they save like a bunch of weight too? Both, yeah, it's it, strength and weight, both of them. Yep, the uh, the both uh, some of the factories use magnesium hubs. Uh, some of them use the aluminum talon and uh, kite hubs, and uh, some of them have different. I, I know when I was at Yamaha, we had different rims that were lighter for Supercross. They wouldn't make it through an outdoor, but um, we had different lighter rims. Uh, some of them have tie spokes. To save weight, so there's a lot of differences in wheels, and obviously they're spinning. So if you can get the lighter right. weight and uh, you know and keep that down, um, it's it's a big deal. So a little bit of both, uh, Blake. Okay, well, cool. All right, well, thanks. No, no problem, bud. Thanks. Bye. All right, uh, Jason, what's up, man? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Good. Hey, hometown advantage. Who's it gonna, does it go to Barsha this weekend if we're looking at someone in the 450 class outside of Villapoto and Dungey? Uh, could it go to Nic- Barsha? No, does it get hometown no. advantage in New York or no. is that Georgia? It goes to it goes to Nicoletti. There's no one more oh. in New York on the circuit than Nicoletti, in my opinion. Acts like it, talks like it. He's miserable all the time. Um, Nic- Phil Nicoletti yeah. is New York. Okay, I, I say hometown advantage will give Nicoletti a uh, top ten finish. What do you think, Weed? They'll finish top ten. Yeah, they were uh, at press day today. They really built up the Barsha connection because uh, he wasn't even born in New Jersey, which I can get the claim. We've got ourselves a champion. But uh, Nicoletti is the only motocrosser I know who said, "Oh yeah, I've, I used to go to New York City all the time. I've been there all the time." Like, yeah, even motocross dudes, even if you live close, you're just not. That's not city type. So Nicoletti, I think, is the only one that's truly, really familiar with the area, even just born in a hospital nearby. So you think he gets top ten or top five this weekend? Uh, top five's Phil? a stretch. <laughs> yeah, top five's going to be tough. I predict Phil gets some good starts, and he may or may not drive himself into the ground. <laughs> that's 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 where we're at with Nicoletti. I mean, uh, he's crashed a lot this year. Uh, I think it's harder doing the part-time thing than we thought. Some of us thought that Coy Gibbs was up for an Innovator Award. Uh, that may not be the case anymore. Um, I think Nicoletti could do a top ten, though. The field isn't isn't stacked right now. I think he could do top 10. Yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jason. Yep, thanks. Thanks. Any word, Weege, on uh, if uh, the situation is coming up for opening ceremonies or anything? Do they have any special guests? Yeah, it's they have to tune the lighting with all the bronzer tan and everything like that. How are they going to have that <laughs> prevent the reflecting right. back in the eyes of everybody? Well, I guess they wear sunglasses even at night, so right. it all works out. Yeah, no, for sure. GTL, bro. GTL. Yeah. Uh, yep. Evan, what's up, man? You got a question for to Wygant? Yeah, hey, guys. Um, I've had tickets since, like, last year when they went on pre-sale. Um, nice. But anyway, I went I went in 89 and 89, 90, and 91. And, Weege, do you remember they had a, I think it was 89, they had, like, a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex metal, metal thing that chewed a car in half, turn in half, <laughs> like, in between the heats and mains or something. Yeah, and one year, uh, I think 89, they had the mud bobs there as well. I don't know if it was the same year they had the two. Uh, but it really shows, like, back then, man, like, the dirt bikes themselves didn't sell it. You had to bring in some crazy other stuff hoping to get people to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, that, that, that says something for Supercross. Nowadays, we don't have DJs uh, rolling a bike tire around the stadium or, or Tyrannosaurus car wrecks. You know, we don't, yeah. we don't necessarily need that. I also went to that arena cross in Madison Square Garden that you wrote about each way back then. Oh, yeah. Now, that did have a gimmick, and I, I, I didn't realize it was a gimmick, actually, until much further down the road. At all these arena crosses, they would have a New York versus New Jersey race. Or if you went to the one in Philadelphia, they'd have a New Jersey versus Pennsylvania race. Or any other state, they'd take the state over the border. And inevitably, the home, the away state would be in the lead until the last lap when 12 other guys from the other state would pile on top of them. And miraculously, <laughs> the guy... But what blew my mind was, I'm like, wait, I, I, I heard them name all the guys in this race. There aren't 20 guys from New Jersey and 20 guys from New York here. How are they doing it? <laughs> I, it was all lie, and it was all fake. Who knew? And who was the promoter of those races? Oh, yes. Your friends at MX Sports and family, <laughs> including there was a guy supposedly racing a Harley Davidson and really doing well, like getting like fifth on a Harley. And we we're like, a Harley motocross? Like, what? It was a CR500 spray painted black, and it was Timmy Coons riding it. Was, it. it was Timmy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was oh, good yep. times. I bought it hook, line, and sinker, man. I was like eight years old. Right. I, I was, my mind was blown. I, I, I bought the Holly rollerball battles. So. <laughs> Same thing. I, I bought them. Every year, New Jersey would have the lead into the last lap, and then 20 dudes would take them out. And you're like, oh, once again, we were so close. Yeah, yeah ripped from our hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Evan. Oh, one more question. Guys. Yeah, go ahead. Do you know if they're doing a track walk for the fans this year at all? I don't know. There's a track walk for parts unlimited dealers, I believe. I've heard it's... rumors about that. Like you can buy a ticket, like a yeah. hundred dollars a ticket. Uh, I don't Maybe know. That's yeah, I don't that, know anything but... about it. Well, I, the track walk's overrated, Evan. Trust me, it's a long. I, no, it's, I know, I know. It's uh, oh. it's a long walk up up and down hills. It ain't that good. Oh wow, it's really tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's really difficult. Yeah. Thanks, Evan. All right, take it easy, guys. Thanks. So, See you, Evan. So Dave Nash from the Bloomberg Bloomberg uh, Press. It was hilarious how many people were blown away. Like, I had at least five guys come up to me, like, you know, respected industry guys who have been around, and they're like, is that crazy? Like, a guy from Bloomberg was asking about tires. That's unbelievable. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he works for Bloomberg uh, one day a year. He's just a guy that races motocross. He's yeah. a bigger fan than even you are. Right, yeah. He just, he just convinced Bloomberg to give him a credential for the weekend. If, if Phil Lawrence was here, you would see exactly what kind of fan he was. Um, what's, what's that? No, Nash loves Phil. Nash loves Phil Lawrence. He is really. Oh yeah. How's that? How's he, that connection made? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know Nash. He Phil. he called really? he called Factory Phil's lot sweeper just to talk to Phil one time from New Jersey. Didn't need any lots swept. Just wanted to talk to Phil. Just wanted to talk to Phil and got through. Yep. Yeah, and talked to Phil for like forty-five minutes about his career. Said he was great. If you're wondering how you get credentials out of nowhere to work for Bloomberg, you have to be that kind of guy. <laughs> well, it's better than Watch Hugo Free Press. That guy's a wreck. <laughs> yeah, Watch Hugo. Oh, and they're not even going to be able to cover Seattle, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, real bummer. I heard uh, Watch Hugo Free Press is coming to Vegas, though. Uh, yeah, they are. They are. It's weird. They're sending. <laughs> they're covering Vegas. They're sending their cub reporter down. Um, <laughs> hey, so what do you? RV's got five wins. James Stewart has five wins. There's two races left. You know those two guys want to win, end up with the most wins. So what do you see happening? What do you think goes on the next two races? I mean, does RV just make sure he gets this thing? 
and then goes balls out in Vegas. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't think. I think the point. I think it's kind of cool. The points are so far apart that there is no reason. It, it's basically like it's the, it, the title is almost essentially wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So I think, like in Seattle, I don't think there's any reason at this point for Villapoto to not just go for the win. Uh, so I think it's a great scenario. Besides them being tied in points, this is about the yeah. best case you could look for because they're both just going to want to win. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Burner, we had Burner on earlier, and he disagreed with me. Um, I, I, I'm not so sure Stewart or Dungy cares who gets second. He disagrees with me, but Dungy's three points back. I don't think they care either. Why would he think they care? Uh, Burner thinks they care. Huh. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think in this situation, any rider just knows. Like, those guys are just going for the title. Right. But they don't win the title, they're never, ever, ever is Dungy going to say, I finished second three times. That was awesome. Right, right, exactly. I mean, they just don't. I mean, it yeah. should. In, in many walks of life, that would be something to brag about. But we just don't think that way when we're way deep inside like us. Like, we just know that that's not something anyone ever brags about. Right. Uh, hey, next caller gets the fly stuff. I keep forgetting to give it away. 702-586-7857. The next caller gets fly, racing, whip, tank top, and a pin short. $75 value. Uh, so get, so call in now. And uh, like I said, next guy gets the, gets the winning, win, winning, winning uh, uh, fly racing stuff. And we thank Fly Racing and NFAT for coming on the show. Um, what about the battle for fifth? Barsha's got a good lock on that right now. Uh, Shorty can get him though with a good couple of good races. Weimer's back this weekend too. Uh, we're yeah, looking, I did the, see him. Yeah, yeah I we, did see Weimer today. Yep. How's he looking? How's he feeling? Uh, talk to him at all? Yeah, it was good. He even jumped that. He, yeah, I did talk to him a little bit. He even jumped that. Uh, jumped that quad that only a few guys are doing for whatever that's worth on press day. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, he actually did this a couple of years ago. His first year in the four fifties. Remember, he broke his arm in December. Yeah, and he rode the last two. Um, so, I mean, really for him, it's just to get the jitters and stuff like that out of the way right. to really go for it outdoors. Although it was really cool with, uh, Weimer was standing with Ken, the Kawasaki PR guy, and I was asking him what they knew about Davalos. And Weimer's wife said, what's the deal with the secrecy with all these injuries? And I'm like, I know, you're telling me. Yeah. What is the deal? Yeah. Like, no. it's so puzzling to all of us, like, why we get so much heat for trying to ask questions that are really not that crazy. Right. Like, Davalos crashed two or three days ago. He is the points leader. It is not insane that people might want to know or that they would already know yeah. what the situation is. Oh, it's it, Look, as a guy who gets his fair share of trouble, I don't understand it. It is what it is. Nobody, nothing you say or, you know, there's no sense holding it out or whatever. It's done. It's, it's, he's hurt, bottom line. So Yeah, I think for some teams, I don't believe it affects Monster Energy and Kawasaki and Pro Circuit, but I think for some teams that have outside sponsors, they do fear that they're going to lose outside sponsor money when the guy's out. But that yeah. just, if that's just giving them an incentive to lie and cover things up, that doesn't make us wrong no, yeah. uh, for yeah. trying to find out. I mean, I, and I don't know if they're lying or what the deal is, but is there a milk carton with Davey Millsap's face on it? Like, <laughs> what is the deal? Exactly. I agree. Look, it's not on us to help you guys fool your sponsors and and if sponsors are going off what they hear in the media and not calling the team to double check yeah come on right like come on like oh racer x said it so all right we're just not going to send you your check like what you know or whatever the case may be it's ridiculous like you know i I wouldn't make any decision on anything big decision because i read it on huffington post or bloomberg bloomberg post you know i would call bloomberg yeah yeah, i would call the person and check it out so 
I don't know. When it's that small, when it's literally right. one sponsor, one team, you know the people to call. But when we reported that Reed had hurt his shoulder for sure and for good at uh, Dallas, that was the heat that I got from the team, which was you yeah. know, someone of all the team said, yeah. people are going to take what you say seriously, and we have sponsors that we need to deal with first. But yeah. like you said, you really think the sponsors aren't going to call? They're just going to go off a tweet from yeah. Racer X? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's just I think it's a little bit of uh, not – you know, nobody's highly educated in our sport. There's not a lot of PR professionals and uh, and things like that. Talk college degrees floating around the pits. You know, I think that's part of it. It's not getting. Yeah, it, not yeah, that, that that might be it. I mean, I do think that another sport they realize that the media, good or bad, can be used as a vehicle to send messages. I mean, they might even be telling the media something not true. Yeah. To, but in this case, they just don't say anything ever. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, all right, Nick won the uh, fly racing stuff, so congratulations to Nick. Wasn't Nick Way? Was it Tits? No, it w- wasn't Nick Way. Uh, it, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Pretty sure. All right, it's just checking. Well, again, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Always a good time. New York City. Yep. I'll be there tonight. Uh, I get in late tonight, and then uh, I may or may not be going to a baseball game tomorrow. So uh, yeah, who knows? What time? What time do you actually get in? Uh, midnight. Oh, very late. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I'll be seeing you Saturday. Yeah, all right, all right, buddy. I'll see you. Thanks for coming <laughs> right. on, though. See ya. No right. problem. Later. Jason Wygant, Michael Byrne on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Good show today. Thanks to Nick for winning the gear. And uh, Nestor, big comeback, tits, for Nestor. Unbelievable. That was amazing. Down two. Yeah. Jeez. Oof. Nestor's a goddamn American hero. <laughs> Fly Racing designs this race for to complement a rider's natural movements on the motorcycle. No distractions, straightforward, no-nonsense function, fit, and style. Fly Racing products distributed exclusively in the United States. And NFAB, proud sponsors of the JGR Toyota NFAB team. Uh, for the finest accessories, you can buy n-fab.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next Thursday with a look at Vegas. Tits, thanks for coming. Uh, you will be docked for your lateness. I understand. <laughs> and uh, New York City Supercross, catch the fever. See you next week.